You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, where will the ball be inbounded? Far side of the floor, Bielitsa will be the trigger man. This will happen in a hurry. Here comes Fox. Ball fake. Belly holding. Got to get it in. Does to Bogey. Bogey drives to his right. Three for the win. He's got the bucket. The Kings get the victory as time expires. Pandemonium at Golden One Center. Oh, look at the sea of arms upraised. People jumping up and down in their seats. And Bogdan Bogdanovich being absolutely mobbed by his teammates. Final score, 117-116. Get ready to hear that over and over again here on the Locked on Kings podcast. It is a celebration here as the Sacramento Kings defeated the Los Angeles Lakers last night, 117-116 in a game that will go down in Sacramento Kings history. One shot. One massive Bogdan Bogdanovich step back three game winner over Tyson Chandler erases 43 minutes of bad basketball for the Sacramento Kings earns the Kings their 19th win of the season and guarantees they will have a winning record heading into 2019, heading into the new year for the first time since 2005. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Locked on Kings podcast. This is your daily hub for Sacramento Kings coverage each and every single weekday. We have it all for you. We got highlights galore. We got player audio and exclusive interviews you're not going to get anywhere else. You have in-depth conversation and analysis. I can promise you, if you call yourself a Sacramento Kings fan, you are 100% in the right place. And it is a celebration here on the Locked on Kings podcast here today as the Kings, just an incredible moment. Another comeback victory. The Sacramento Kings have come back by 15 points or more in three of the last four games to win. They also came back down 27 to the Los Angeles Clippers on Wednesday night. Unfortunately, couldn't close that game out in L.A., but the comeback kids are alive and well. The Kings just do not die, and they stayed in this Laker game from start to finish, got off to a ridiculously red-hot start. However, it was pretty much all Lakers from the seven, or second quarter on. The Kings and Lakers swap leads a little bit in the middle of the game in the second and third quarter. It looked like the Lakers were really going to uh, take control, especially in that second half. They went up by double digits in the third and fourth quarters, and just things seemed bleak. And I'll I'll be completely honest with you, and I am eternal optimist here on the Locked on Kings podcast. I've been for a long time. I wear that proudly. But I will admit, I was fully prepared to leave the Golden One Center last night, write an article for KHDK.com, and come on and host a podcast today that had a negative air about it, uh, talking about a game that the Kings could potentially look back on later on when the playoff race really picks up towards the end of the season as a game they should have had and a game that could make all the difference come playoff seeding time. I was prepared to talk about how this Kings team has once again failed at home to defeat uh, a, a team that was missing their best player. Lo and behold, one Bogdan Bogdanovich shot erases 
all of that, and it, it was just an, a, an insane game, an insane moment, another insane comeback, and you figure that the Kings had some run in them uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, but it just looked like the Lakers were in so much control. Now, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. By the way, welcome into Locked on Kings. If you are new, my name is Matt George. I'm from, I'm from Sports 1140 KHDK. That's the flagship radio station of the Kings in Sacramento. I was inside the Golden 1 Center uh, for the fantastic moment. And uh, what we saw last night and then the reaction by fans, the pandemonium, the absolute explosion inside the Golden 1 Center, of course, being against the the hated rival Los Angeles Lakers, it couldn't have been more perfect. And Bogdan Bogdanovich, that shot will go down as one of the greatest in Sacramento Kings history. Uh, I, I called it redemption for 2002 in a way, redemption for the Robert Ory shot. Now, of course, this is a regular season game that happened in the playoffs and cost the Kings a potential championship. Uh, so I might be getting ahead of myself a little bit there, uh, but you understand what I mean by it. That's one of those shots uh, that the Kings suffered at the hands of the Lakers, it seems so many times in the past. So to be on the right side of it, to complete a double-digit comeback against the Lakers in the fourth quarter for only the second time in the history of this rivalry, it's just an insane feeling, an absolutely insane feeling. We're going to break down this full game from start to finish, but I want to play for you the highlights from this one. It's just the final few minutes of the fourth quarter, starting with when the Lakers built their big lead off of a Lance Stevenson and one. It looked like the Lakers were going to pull away and close the game out, and that's when the Kings started on their run. They made it a game led by Bogdan Bogdanovich that entire run. Bogey got the ball at the end with a chance to win. You already heard what happened, but enjoy the context. Enjoy the full package, courtesy of the G-Man, Gary Gerald, the legendary radio voice on the Sacramento Kings on Sports 1140 KHDK. Alley is set up. Tyson Chandler gives the Lakers their biggest lead of the ball game. They're up by 15. It's 104 to 89. Here's Shumpert knocking the ball loose. Another defensive stop. Grabbed by Collie Stein. Runs it into the front court. Circles. Almost lost it. Saves it. Gives to Shumpert. Transition three for Shump. He's got another one. It's his sixth of the night. That equals his career high. Third time in his career that he's hit six triples. It's now 104 to 96, 539 to go. Luke Walton and the Lakers take another timeout. All in the hands now. Kuzma knocked away and it goes off Kuzma out of bounds. How about the defense right there from Bogdan Bogdanovich? He gets five from all of his bench mates and then heads up the floor. He receives a pass. Had a notion to shoot the three, goes baseline, pulls up 15-footer. He's got the bucket. This is a two-possession game. It's 106-102 for 30 to play in this ball game. Many Kings fans on their feet. Aaron Fox in the right angle. Feeds Collistein. Two-hand flush going hard to the rim. Assist number 11 for Fox. Kings within three. It's 108-105. Kings have trailed by as many as 15 in this quarter. Now everybody coming to their feet on the lower bowl at Golden 1 Center. And Ingram, he'll try for three. Rims it out, no good. Pauly Stein with a rebound, shovels it ahead to Fox. Lead pass comes to Bogey. Bogey drives right side. He scoops. He scores. It's a one-point ball game. 108-107, 2.49 to go. Luke Walton taking another timeout. 
Top of the foul circle, drives right side of the lane, off balance, squares up, misses on a six-foot lane, grabbed by Quali Stein. Ball deflected by Lonzo Ball, grabbed by De'Aaron Fox. Fox drives into the lane, off balance, flip, no foul call, Fox on the floor. Here come the Lakers back, Lonzo driving in to end, he scores on the drive, and he hurt himself, and he comes up hobbling. Lonzo Ball injured for the second time. Dave Yeager's out on the middle of the floor. He already got teed up once tonight in the first half. He was so unhappy because De'Aaron Fox, as has been typical so many times this season, with a drive to the basket and all kinds of contact, but there was no foul called. Timeout has been taken. Minute 42 to go. Left wing feed goes to Kyle Kuzma. He leads all scorers with 30. Playing without LeBron James. He's on the left angle against Justin Jackson with a shot clock at eight. At seven, step back three. He scores the triple. 33 for Kyle Kuzma. It's 1-15, 41 seconds to go. Here comes the screen from Tyson Chandler. Kuzman hesitates. Now he drives the right side. He goes glass, comes up short, falls not loose, grabbed by Shumpert, leads it out to Bogey. Bogey now drives on the left. He is lost the ball, grabbed by Jackson, no good. Scramble, it's still loose. The Lakers come up with it. They feed the ball with five seconds to go. The Kings have to foul. It was right there to be grabbed, but the Kings could not get the handle on the missed shot down in traffic. 4.6 seconds to go. Fox committed the foul. Going to the line will be Brandon Ingram at the other end of the floor, and he is four of six on the night at the free throw strike. Now, where will the ball be inbounded? Far side of the floor, Bielitsa will be the trigger man. This will happen in a hurry. Here comes Fox. Ball fake. Belly holding, got to get it in, does the bogey. Bogey drives to his right. Three for the win. He's got the bucket. The Kings get the victory as time expires. Pandemonium at Golden One Center. Oh, look at the sea of arms upraised. People jumping up and down in their seats. And Bogdan Bogdanovich being absolutely mobbed by his teammates. Final score, 117-116. On a night when the three-point shot, aside from Iman Shumpert, was not the friend of the Kings. Bogey driving on Tyson Chandler. Jab step right, launched from 25 feet away and found nothing but net. This is one we'll remember for a while. Oh my goodness. I still got chills just thinking about it, just reliving that moment in my head, watching the countless videos. I put together uh, a compilation of, uh, of videos, not just from the, the broadcast feed, uh, but also a, a video courtesy of Dave Deuce Mason. He recorded the G-Man, Gary Gerald, making that call, so you can check that out right now, either uh, on Twitter or at Deuce Mason. Uh, I also retweeted it at Matt George KHDK, or I put together a, a YouTube compilation that you can check out right now that has all the videos I could find, both fan-made and professional, uh, of all the different angles and the all the reactions from around the Golden One Center for that Bogdan Bogdanovich shot. You can find that right now on my YouTube channel, Matt George Sports. So be able, uh, be sure to look that up uh, and check that out. I also retweeted the link to that video. Uh, it is on my Twitter. Uh, you know... Unbelievable. Just absolutely 
unbelievable. And where to start with this game? Well, I know where to start. At the start of the game, Kings went 6-for-6 six six opening up this game, and, and they came out with a fire and an energy and a hustle uh, that you needed to see really on on Wednesday night in Los Angeles against the Clippers. They didn't have it then. Uh, the Kings showed it last night. And now we've seen, uh, unfortunately, a number of times this Kings uh, this season so far that the, this Kings team will build early leads, uh, and then towards the end of the first quarter, they'll they'll give up a run and they'll give it back. And that's exactly what happened is the Lakers went on a, a, a 12-0 run to close the first quarter, ended up taking a lead uh, heading into the, uh, the second quarter after trailing by as much as 12 points early on. A lot of it had to do with the fantastic play of Lonzo Ball. Now, I got to give credit where credit's due. And I know Lonzo Ball is a bit of a scapegoat here in Sacramento for uh, – uh, for for mockery and 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 for the ire of Kings fans, he was taken uh, above De'Aaron Fox. Many considered him to be a better point guard and a better player overall than De'Aaron Fa- Fox. Obviously, Fox having a f- phenomenal season this year, a significantly better season than Lonzo Ball. But Lonzo had a, an amazing game. He went four of six from three-point range, three three-pointers in the first half, and that's really what led the charge and got the Lakers back into it. Lonzo finished ultimately with 20 points, 12 assists, and nine rebounds, so nearly completing the triple-double. But it was Kyle Kuzma that was the leader uh, and the unstoppable force for the Los Angeles Lakers. 33 points for Kuzma on 12 of 24 shooting. No matter who the Kings threw at him, if it was Nemanja Bielitsa, Iman Shumpert, uh, or Justin Jackson off the bench, uh, Kuzma was on. It was just his game, his time to shine, and he stepped up in an absolute major way with LeBron James being out with his current groin injury. You heard there in the highlight package, Kyle Kuzma actually hit a step-back three uh, to give the Lakers a three-point lead late. I thought that was going to be the backbreaker, the nail in the coffin. Kings come back on the other way, score a quick two, uh, have a chance to take the lead with multiple opportunities at the rim. Justin Jackson misses a layup, uh, and then... Coming back the other way, Lakers are fouled. Ingram goes to the line, splits the free throws. Kings, you know what happens. Bogdan Bogdanovic hits the game winner. You know what? Let's listen to it again. Ball faked. Belly holding. Got to get it in. Does to Bogey. Bogey drives to his right. Three for the win. He's got the bucket. The Kings get the victory as time expires. Pandemonium at Golden 1 Center. Oh, look at the sea of arms upraised. People jumping up and down in their seats. And Bogdan Bogdanovich being absolutely mobbed by his teammates. Final score, 117-116. I listened to that call, and I've listened and watched the uh, the TV call of Grant Napier and Doug Christie seemingly a thousand times, and it does not get old. It has not gotten old, and it won't get old for quite some time. But the Kings, uh, they were led by a just a phenomenal push in that fourth quarter by Bogdan Bogdanovich, who finished with 23 points in 30 minutes. And he stepped up in a major way, making up for Buddy Heald's rough night. Another tough shooting night for Buddy Heald. Had only six points. He was the only Kings starter not to get in double digits, which is unusual. Buddy's been averaging 20-plus points per game. Uh, he's had multiple eight, uh, 28-plus point games over the last couple of weeks. But, you know, you know, 
you can't rely on that production every single night from Buddy. Now, you can rely on it a lot of the time, but not every night. And we know uh, that the Kings tend to trend and go in whatever direction Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox will take them. Well, Buddy struggled last night. Bogey stepped up in a massive way off the bench. De'Aaron Fox also stepped up in in many different facets. Now, he finished with 15 points only on on 6 of 20 shooting. Uh, So he didn't have the greatest shooting night. But he did everything else. How about 12 assists? How about 9 rebounds? How about 2 steals? De'Aaron Fox was all over the stat column in other areas. Also had a couple of of crucial baskets. Uh, You have to give Lonzo Ball credit. Lonzo did a good job defending De'Aaron. De'Aaron also did a good job defending Lonzo. Uh, And we saw De'Aaron throw down a nasty dunk in the first half. I didn't play that for you, obviously, because the highlight package uh, was from the fourth quarter on. Uh, But listen to this. G-Man's call of this disgusting throwdown jam by De'Aaron Fox. Fox accelerates, finds the seam. Power jam with a left-hand extension. That's as strong a put-down as we think we have ever seen from De'Aaron Fox. You talk about a statement ripped. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness is absolutely right. And I think the G-Man would have dropped a holy S-bomb live on the air if FCC regulations allowed it. It was just an incredible moment from De'Aaron Fox, a tomahawk jam uh, to rival his absolutely emphatic dunk in Utah and the win over the Jazz earlier on this season. One of the many fantastic and great highlights from this game. Enough of me blabbing about it. Why don't we hear from head coach Dave Yeager, and then we'll hear, of course, from the hero, the man himself, Bogdan Bogdanovich. But we start with Dave Yeager. Uh, He opened up his postgame press conference just telling us what we already knew, that this Kings team does not quit. They make it interesting. Well, we keep things interesting. Um, you know, we uh, feel like we're never out of a game. Uh, they played very well. The Lakers, uh, Kuzma and Ingram were really difficult to guard, but I thought that uh, Iman Shepard did a terrific job on Brandon Ingram, just making it hard on him. Kuzma got going a little bit, but we forced a couple tough shots there at the end. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein gets, I think, four rebounds in traffic uh, in the fourth quarter. Our defense was much better. Uh, we scrambled around and got loose balls and were able to get out in transition. And we made a couple shots. Um, certainly coming down the stretch, um, but uh, a heck of a win. One maybe didn't look so so good for a while, but uh, we kept battling and, and walked them down. Jaeger did not shy away from throwing praise and giving credit where credit is due. He starts this clip talking about how great Bogdan Bogdanovich was and is down the stretch, how much he can rely on Bogey, but also shares some love for the great play and the high IQ of De'Aaron Fox, and then how important Iman Shumpert was to this Kings win. I think he's a big game player. Uh, he's really, really smart, and when you get into situations where you have to start moving guys around uh, and they have to make reads uh, on the run out of a set, when we play, when we play structure, he's at, he's at his best. So a lot of times, you know, coming down the stretch, I think De'Aaron Fox uh, has an incredibly high IQ. I thought Iman Shumper just played his guts out. And uh, on the second night of a back-to-back, to, to take the matchups that he's, he's taken, uh, he hasn't played a lot of back-to-backs um, this year, and uh, hats off to him. He, uh, you know, Bogey's going to you know, walk away with all of the fame tonight, but Iman gets the uh, the game ball. And you know, Dave Yeager is absolutely right. Just like Lonzo Ball used the three ball to really get the Lakers back into the game and, and keep them around early on, 
Uh, Iman Shumpert was crucial for the Sacramento Kings, who overall had a bad shooting night from three-point range. Iman Shumpert provided six three-pointers. He went six of eight from three-point range. All of his field goals were from behind the three-point line. He had six of Sacramento's ten three-pointers. The Kings only shot 34% from three-point range. Ten of 29, of course, one of those big threes. The Bogdan Bogdanovich game winner. Let's hear it again. Small fake. Belly holding. Got to get it in. Does the bogey. Bogey drives to his right. Three for the win. He's got the bucket. The Kings get the victory as time expires. Pandemonium at Golden One Center. Oh, look at the sea of arms upraised. People jumping up and down in their seats. And Bogdan Bogdanovich being absolutely mobbed by his teammates. Final score, 117-116. Are you getting sick of it yet? If you are, what the hell's wrong with you? You should be able to listen to that a million times if you call yourself a Sacramento Kings fan. Uh, but keeping on with the Dave Yeager audio, he was asked about when he took the timeout, the Kings took a timeout with uh, four seconds remaining to advance the ball to set up uh, that Bogdan Bogdanovich game winner. And head coach Dave Yeager shared with the media what he said to Bogey and, and, and the play that was drawn up during that timeout and if it was executed the right way. I uh, said, uh, Bogey, you're going to get it right here. Knock this in. <laughs> and I didn't expect that we would see a seven-footer and have to take two dribbles and, and lean a little bit, but it was a heck of a shot. A heck of a shot indeed, Coach, and it exploded the Golden 1 center that was active and on fire really the entire night, as usual, as the Kings and the Lakers battle. The rivalry renewed. A good amount of Laker fans in there. They made some noise, especially uh, with their Let's Go Laker chants throughout the third and fourth quarter, but the Kings fans got the last laugh, uh, and Dave Yeager talks about playing at home in front of that great crowd. We like playing at home. We love playing at home. That is so much fun. Um... It's a great atmosphere and a great finish. De'Aaron Fox also brought up the uh, the crowd uh, post-game, although I, I can't share the audio with you, unfortunately. I just do not have time because we have to get to the Bogdan Bogdanovich audio here. Uh, but the the major quote that was taken away uh, from De'Aaron Fox's post-game presser with the media and, and from the media scrum uh, was that De'Aaron said, and I have to edit it, and you'll understand why. He said there are too many effing Laker fans, but they definitely feed off of that energy. So a, a, a statement quote uh, from the Kings leader and from that Kings point guard who I know uh, took those Laker fan let's go Laker chants uh, personally inside the Golden 1 Center. Uh, he also took it personally how great Lonzo Ball uh, played in the, in the first half, and, and De'Aaron did a good job slowing him down at least a, a, as a scorer in half number two. De'Aaron just missing a triple-double by a rebound just like Lonzo Ball. But let's hear from the hero. Let's hear from the man of the hour, the week, maybe even the month, potentially all time. I tweeted out last night that the Kings ought to build a statue for Bogdan Bogdanovich. That shot is going to be cemented in Kings history for a long, long time. Uh, and and Bogey, he just lives for these kind of moments. And, and he made sure to let the media know that that is a shot that he practices time and time again. And he knew it was going in. That's a shot I really worked on, believe it or not. I really worked on it every time. And, uh, uh, it, it, and I always believe nothing comes with the luck. and every, Everything is dedication and hard work. And... Uh, Thanks for one more time for for teammates and, and coaches. They still believe me, even if I missed two shots before that one, and they still drove the play for me. And I I kind of knew it. I'm, I'm I'm scoring that. 
Of course, making that huge shot sparked an incredible celebration from the Kings bench and the Kings starters as they mobbed Bogey, uh, who was very fired up, and he turned the crowd at one point during the celebration uh, and yelled, I told you, I told you, I told you. And Bogdan has this incredible competitive spirit. He really takes losses to, uh, to heart. He really takes it personally. He wants to win every single game that he is a part of uh, in some way, shape, or form. So you knew that he was going to come out with some energy uh, and with some effort effort in that fourth quarter. He did everything he could uh, to lead the charge and get the Kings back into that game. He got the moment late and he did not waste it. Listen to what Bogey had to say just about the celebrations and about losing himself in the moment. It was it was nice really. It was really nice. Whole gym was going crazy and uh, you know to have that like I, I don't know what I was doing after that so uh, <laughs> honestly to tell you and um but yeah, we, we celebrated at three points. Last clip I have for you is Bogdan Bogdanovich talking about how he doesn't shy away from these no moments, and he's no stranger to moments like this. He's made a lot of game winners and had a lot of big shots like this in his fantastic career over in Europe, and it's good uh, for him to experience it at the NBA level. Oh, I have many shots like this in Europe. You should check it. So, uh, But one in, uh, one, one in, in history, let's say. Well done, Bogey. On behalf of all the Sacramento Kings fans who experienced the devastation of that Robert Ory three-point shot in Game 6 of the 2002 playoffs, this doesn't completely make up for it or take away that pain, uh, but it's a gift and a moment that Kings fans have been waiting for and craving for a long, long time. So thank you, Bogdan Bogdanovich, for delivering that finally for the boys in purple. Quick note for you before we wrapped up. I got the opportunity very briefly off the record to speak with Marvin Bagley, who is uh, actively part of the celebration in the locker room following the game. He had a massive smile on his face, and I took the time uh, to ask him how he was feeling, how he was doing. He made sure to tell me uh, that he was feeling good and uh, expecting to, to be able to return soon. We should be getting an update either today or tomorrow in the very near future about his status as he will be reevaluated and will get a more accurate timetable on how soon he will return but he's very anxious uh, to get back on the floor and to pay, uh, play with this Kings team that is just uh, playing out of their mind right now especially uh, in comeback scenarios and then he also joked with me Bagley did uh, that he made sure to stay on the bench though during the postgame celebrations uh, so the, that he wouldn't re-injure himself or, or hurt himself further uh, by being a part of that mob that just tackled nearly uh, and exploded and swarmed Bogdan Bogdanovich after that massive three-pointer. I, I will say this, though, to add a, a sprinkle of negativity uh, to this podcast, that uh, as much as I liked moments like last night and as great as these comebacks have been, I'm getting a little bit tired of the Kings getting down by double digits and having to close games out, especially when they got off to as good of a start as they got off, having a 12-point lead over the Lakers early on. I would love to see a game where the Kings control from start to finish, have the lead and hold the lead and withstand a couple pushes, uh, but are the better team for the full 48 minutes. That's that's difficult for a team like the Sacramento Kings, and I'm aware uh, that they're taking on a lot of Western Conference talent that is above them currently in these standings. Uh, but as much as it's, it's fun to see these comeback kids work consistently, how about controlling a lead, 
for all 48 minutes and 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 taking it easy on, on the hearts of, of some Sacramento Kings fans because I know I was feeling the pressure as a member of the media. I know Kings fans were, whether you were at the game in the Golden 1 Center or watching at home or listening on the radio, I know you probably chewed your fingernails or ground your teeth down to a pulp with the uh, anxiety from these last three comeback victories for this Kings team. So it would be nice to see them control one uh, from start to finish and and be the better team for the majority of the night. I think the Kings have earned the right uh, to have a, a pretty comfortable victory. Uh, but the fact that the Kings still are winning games, have 19 wins at the, the end of December is just a phenomenal thing to behold. However, the Kings need to be aware that they're taking on the Los Angeles Lakers again here this weekend, this time in L.A. And this Lakers team, regardless of if they have LeBron James or not, they are going to be pissed off knowing that they let this one get away in Sacramento. They had this game won, and they had their hearts ripped out and their backs broken by just an absolutely phenomenal Bogdan Bogdanovich game-winning three-pointer. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Locked on Kings podcast here today. This is the final podcast until 2019 as we will be off uh, on Monday and Tuesday next week for New Year's back on Wednesday once again. So please enjoy the Kings basketball up until then as we'll have a lot to recap the Kings game in Los Angeles and then the Kings at home against the Portland Trailblazers. I will be at that game on New Year's Day. Uh, so if you want to come by and say hi, just reach out to me on social media at MattGeorgeKHDK or you can email me mgeorge at SACLocalMedia.com. The pleasure is truly all mine. I had the opportunity to, to meet some fans who traveled all the way from Australia to watch the Sacramento Kings play, and they were in the Golden 1 Center for all three of these comeback victories, so their trip was more than worthwhile. Uh, they were phenomenal. I know they listened to this Locked on Kings podcast, uh, so Zig and his son, Matt, Thank you guys so much for coming, for being fantastic fans like you are from so many miles away. You absolutely deserve to experience those wins inside the Golden One Center. It was truly a pleasure and a privilege to be able to talk with you before that game. And thank you for choosing to listen to the Locked on Kings podcast. I leave you with this. Give it to me one more time, Bogey. Have a great day, everyone. Belly holding, got to get it in, does to Bogey. Bogey drives to his right. Three for the win. He! got the bucket the kings get the victory as time expires pandemonium at golden one center oh look at the sea of arms upraised people jumping up and down in their seats and bogdan bogdanovich being absolutely mobbed by his teammates final score 117 116. you are locked on kings your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.